Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. You're back where it's at, and I'm here to attack a new edition that you shouldn't be missing. I'm Tanisha Baker, bringing you. Talking with T, the show designed with your interest in mind. It's January 27th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mate, the late actor John Witherspoon. Today on the national calendar is mm, National Chocolate Cake Day. And on this date in history, Leotine Price made her formal debut at the Metropolitan Opera House in 1961. While also on this date in 1972, Mahalia Jackson, considered one of the greatest gospel singers of all time, passed away. The theme this month is Walk It Like You Talk It, and you have been encouraged to let your actions speak louder than your words. Let your mouth be back with movement. Let your speech be back with speed. Let your actions give evidence of who you really are and what you're all about. Words are meaningless without follow through. You are what you do, not what you say you'll do. So walk it like you talk it. Let's check out this week's tip from Tarika. Hello, this week's tip is being thankful. Being thankful for everything that's going on every second that you get in life. We don't think about it because sometimes we get caught up in the day. We get caught up in the hustle and bustle, and you kind of take it for granted. We kind of take it for granted that, okay, I'll do that later. Later sometimes don't come for some people. We take it for granted that I'll get to that tomorrow. And, I mean, that's normal, and that's life. That's just what we do. That's what we've been doing. But sometimes we just have to just understand and just be thankful Be grateful. Be good to people while you can, while they're here. Because one thing that hurts really, really bad is if you don't get a chance to tell somebody, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. Because there is no guarantee that you will be able to say that again to somebody in the present. You can always include them in your prayers and whatever else that, uh, however else that you can get that message across in your heart and your mind, but just saying it and being able to verbalize that to somebody and really giving somebody a heartfelt apology or some heartfelt, just some love, we got to always be mindful of that. We can't take that for granted. We can't take any second, any day for granted. So just being mindful is the tip for the week, and I've been talking with T. Remember, I'm always looking forward to sharing and highlighting music from new and rising artists. I also look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. You can nominate people deserving of these recognitions through our website or by sending us a message through social media. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track is this week's review of Trending News. There's 
go back in time When you and I were uncomplicated Let's go back in time Before I felt what I felt when you did what you did that night What's the go real fast as we check out today's quick bits. The CDC finds that the U.S. suicide rate rises 40% over the last 17 years with blue-collar workers at highest risk. A new report shows that black families are experiencing homelessness at a much higher rate than any other race. According to the annual homeless assessment report to Congress, black families make up half the homeless population in the United States. One of music's greatest nights, Grammys 2020, featured tributes to both Kobe Bryant and Nipsey Hussle. 18-year-old Billie Eilish wins Best New Artist along with three other Grammys, and Lizzo won three Grammys as well. Michelle Obama won a Grammy for Best Spoken Word Album, and note that President Obama won that award twice before. Many are looking forward to Super Bowl Sunday, including the commercials and the halftime show featuring J-Lo. Mark Cuban says the Mavericks will retire Kobe Bryant's number 24. Also continuing in the news are reports detailing impeachment hearings and if Trump will be removed from office for accusations of him pressuring the Ukraine to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden. Remember that the impeachment process exists because the founders of the United States feared presidents abusing their power. So they included in the Constitution a process for removing a president from office. The president under the Constitution can be removed from office for treason, 
robbery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. I have grown so weary of this circus. So if you want to know more, Google it. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we review trending news. And I have with me today our know-it-all, Professor Jay, and our top investigator, most often investigator, P.I. Pam. We were all shocked and saddened as much of the country, and let me say probably much of the world, to hear about the unfortunate passing of basketball legend Kobe Bryant. Um, It was horrible. We learned on Sunday that he was in a helicopter crash, his own personal helicopter, as he was traveling with several other people, including his 13-year-old daughter. They were all killed in the crash. It was reported that there were no survivors. And the death toll, the last I saw, was up to nine. And I'm not sure we know yet who the nine people were. No, I think the names are all still being released, but from... Most reports that I've read, one of the other passengers was a young lady who was on his daughter's basketball, Kobe Bryant's daughter's basketball team and her father. So that accounts for two other people. And we are, like the rest of the world, awaiting to hear uh, the names of those who so tragically lost their lives. And this was just completely mind-blowing to me because even though I'm not a sports fan, we pretty much saw Kobe Bryant grow up, if you will, in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And he was 41, I'm 41. So it just hits home on a lot of levels for many of us. Right. Yes, it's a sad day. It's like it's basically losing the legend. You know, Kobe came straight out of high school, went straight into the NBA and made an impact on a lot of people. And so he had his, you know, his daughters, his wife, Vanessa. Um, this was reading that the Dallas Mavericks uh, owner, Mark Cuban, is going to retire the number 24 for the Dallas Mavericks. So no one can wear 24 again. It's really sad. And the other people that were killed, like Jay was saying, it was the little girl that played on her basketball, her traveling basketball team, her father and his wife. She was in there as well. So that accounts for six. Um, and I know they said they were still out there investigating and everything, so hopefully they'll come out with um, the other three just praying for all of them in, involved. You know, that type of tragedy is enormous. Several families impacted, and this would be just for a person that wasn't a celebrity, right? Because can you imagine losing your husband and your child, and it's reported it may have been even two of their daughters, I'm not sure. But then, of course, when you have a celebrity, someone as well-known and who has had as much influence and impact as Kobe, it really just takes it to another level because the mourning becomes widespread. And so a lot of people are grieving right now, and our thoughts and prayers just go out to anyone that was touched by this tragedy. Yeah, and it seems like every time a celebrity passed away. It's always some ignorant people that make a joke out of it. You know, there's nothing mm. to see about it. 
I've seen the the jokes and I've seen the memes, and I just basically went through and just deleted them because that shows me you have no empathy, you have no heart to make a joke about something so serious. You know, a man is is deceased. A couple men are deceased. They lost their kids with them, but spouses. So it it was nothing to joke about at all. Not at all. Right. Yeah, I haven't seen the jokes, but I did hear some people kind of commenting, as you are, that people were in poor taste and how they were responding to the news of this tragedy. And so uh, this isn't the time. This isn't the time, people. Also, I saw a report, and I first I thought, this can't be true. So uh, a reporter on MSNBC who was sharing the story about Kobe Bryant used the N-word as she was reporting the details. Now, there are some excuses being made that she was trying to say the word knickers, but if she was referring to the Lakers, I don't see how the mix-up came about. Now, maybe she was distraught. Maybe she was tongue-tied. But to accidentally, and I'll put that in quotes, to accidentally say that must mean that it's somewhere in the forefront of your brain or your vocabulary. And maybe I'm looking at it wrong. And if I am, I welcome opinions and other thoughts on this. But, again, at a time we're mourning the loss of a legend, for her to refer to him as that was shameful to me. Right. And... As I saw the actual clip of the news report, the only thing that went through my mind after I got over the initial outrage of what my ears heard um, Mm -hmm. was like, ma'am, don't you have a whole teleprompter in front of you? And I'm not, you know, a news media expert being on somebody's news broadcast is on my bucket list, but don't you read from the teleprompter more often than not? Well, that's so, a good point. I didn't think about that. That's a good point. I mean, whether it's an actual teleprompter in front of you, I know some uh, news anchors have uh, been using iPads. You know, some of them may even still be old school and actually shuffling pieces of paper. But more often than not, you're reading from something. You're not just mm-hmm. reporting off the dome. So whether she was tongue-tied, whether this was a Freudian racial uh, slur slip, whatever, I'm I'm really, really, really side-eyeing this whole situation. Me too. And her name is Allison Morris, and she actually tweeted this reply. She stated, earlier today, while reporting on the tragic news of Kobe Bryant's passing, I unfortunately stuttered on air, combining the names of the Knicks and the Lakers to say Knackers. Please know I did not and would never, in big letters, be caps, use a racist term. I apologize for this confusion that it caused. And so I took it in the back and said, no, you said what you said, Allison. So stand by your words. The N-word rolled off your tongue like you've been using it on a regular basis. I said, we do not accept your apology. All right, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do for those that haven't heard the recording, just so they can see where we're coming from and how we have 
come to our conclusion and our opinions, I'm going to play that for you right now. You couldn't deny how much he brought to the team, no matter which team, uh, which Lakers team he played on. Yeah, it seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Kavita, if I could ask you to stay with us, we're going to oh go uh, to Bill Roden. He's joining me by. And as always, if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions on any of the stories we share, feel free to call 865-409-1170, comment on our social media outlets, or our webpage, that's talkingwitht.com. But we're going to move on to our next story, and I need some answers here about this darn coronavirus. I understand that the root or the source of it appears to be coming out of China and that they have over 2,744 cases reported with, I don't remember the exact number, but I think about 80 deaths. But now this coronavirus has come over to the U.S. And I was reading because I had never heard of it. I'm like, what is this? But it's a group of viruses that causes disease in mammals, which includes humans and birds. And the virus causes respiratory infections, and can be lethal. It's been reported now in Los Angeles. And the scary thing is you can be contagious before you show any symptoms. And so going back, I just saw the story come up, yes, that the death toll from this virus is at 80. Right. And there are confirmed cases here in the U.S. When did it come about like, how all of a sudden you have this disease that at least I've never heard of? Had you all? I have not. Uh, they're comparing it to SARS, which we're all familiar with from a few years ago. And it just mm-hmm. seems if this coronavirus just popped up on the scene. Okay. So it says in 2003, 774 people died from this severe acute respiratory syndrome, SARS, which you just referred to, and yet they're comparing it to that. I can see how people could mistake it for that, but also just a cold or the flu because the symptoms are like um, sinus, an infection in your nose or upper throat. I was reading earlier how they say it generated in China. Evidently, a snake ate a contaminated, infected bat. And then the snakes, they caught the snakes and they served the snake meat at the market. So that's how it initially spread. Wow. And then, you know, people traveling over there, bringing it back here, because there's a young lady at Tennessee Tech that's been treated for it. And they're walking around there in in whole hazmat suits. Wow. Wow. What? In Tennessee? Our neck of the woods. And where was it, Pam? Tennessee Tech? Yeah, right up the road in Oh. And, Pam, it's interesting that you mentioned that the virus came about as a result of a snake eating a contaminated bat because the report that I read said that this virus seems to uh, also have been fueled by the fact that over in uh, Asia, people eat these exotic wild animals, things like bats and snakes and all mm-hmm. such as that. So, I mean, 
while they're busy consuming their snacks or whatever, they're ingesting coronavirus, and boom, here we are. So here's the symptoms. Runny nose, headache, cough, sore throat, and fever. What does that sound like? A flu. Sounds like flu to me. My throat is sore. I got the corona. We're going to have to sign off. Huh? Don't go on WebMD because you'll have it for real. <laughs> Google will diagnose you quicker than your doctor can. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's got to be another telltale symptom. Runny nose, headache, cough, sore throat, and fever. <laughs> That's it. And I guess if you ate some <laughs> some snake meat or a bat. Well, wait just a minute. Now, I'm not eating no bat meat. But... <laughs> <laughs> once a person, <laughs> once it started, then how do you, let me look up something else. How do you contract it? Okay, I understand it's contagious, but, you know, you get different diseases. Some you have to have an um, exchange of bodily fluid. Sometimes you have to just come in uh, proximity of someone with it. Somebody help me. Find out how you catch it. Let me see if I can find out. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Says here, touching or shaking hands with a person that has the virus can pass the virus from one person to another. Oh. But that's the common cold, the flu. Of a respiratory infection. Right. Where they sell those suits at, Pam? We got some downstairs from when my daddy works at Oak Ridge. <laughs> can I rent one? You can have one. <laughs> well, thank you. We're going to move on to a, a couple of other stories because one of them is quite interesting. And I want to share it because it's going to bring about or remind us of racial discrimination. We know it exists. Some people think that we're over-exaggerating when we talk about how we feel as people of color and the discrimination that goes on. But this man actually filed a discrimination lawsuit, and he won the lawsuit, right? Y'all follow me? And I don't know, Jay, you might need your flow chart. So let's, let's talk about this. It's a man from Detroit. All right. Santor Thomas, age 44. He goes to deposit the settlement check that was awarded to him in his racial discrimination lawsuit to the bank. When he gets to the bank, they refuse to cash or deposit his check. Now, keep in mind, he's had an account there for two years. Call the cops to do an investigation of fraud. He's a United States veteran, honorably discharged from the Air Force. There was nothing about him that should indicate that he was trying to commit fraud. And I know criminals are smart. I get all of that. I know that they don't go in typically looking like a criminal. But this man has had an account at this bank for two years. And so I think he should have been given benefit of the doubt. Right. And the amount for the checks, one was $59,000, one was $27,000, and a third check was for $13,000. So, I mean, he wasn't just putting pocket change in the bank. And the... uh the spokesperson for the bank denied that the bank treated Mr. Thomas as racist 
and stated that the check that he, that Mr. Thomas had could not be deposited uh, because a void watermark appeared on the check when they scanned it. So seems like to me that not only would he have gotten a settlement from his employer, which from what I read was Enterprise Rent-A-Car, but looks like to me the bank will be cutting him another check. Agreed. The bank said, we apologize for the experience Mr. Thomas had at our banking center. Local police should not have been involved. We strongly condemn racism and discrimination of any kind. We take extra precautions involving large deposits and requests for cash. And in this case, we were unable to validate the checks presented by Mr. Thomas and regret we could not meet his needs. They sure try to sugarcoat that as best as they could, didn't they? And did. Mm. Mm. So this man's gone through it twice. He's scarred. You know what I mean? How can you not be? Right. He's entitled to feel any type of way he wants to feel at this mm. point. Mm. The check's cleared 12 hours after he opened the account. The Air Force vet who previously walked to work then used the funds to buy a 2004 Dodge Durango. He said he felt very intimidated because he knew that if he got loud, they would have had me on the ground for disturbing the peace. But I didn't get loud. I didn't do anything. That's a whole other issue for another show. As far as our fear in advocating for ourselves or standing up for ourselves when we've been wrong, because it can actually snowball and make the situation worse. And so that's something else we need to talk about. How do you do that? You know, because yeah. you are, we, we're threatened, it's intimidating, and it's not like we have not seen when this kind of thing goes wrong. When your interactions with authority or the police or law enforcement goes wrong. We've seen it. This isn't in our head. We see it often. And it's not isolated to just one part of the country or one area, rural, big city, small city, whatever, um, urban areas predominantly, but it can happen anywhere. So how do you advocate for yourself? So that's going to be our hot topic for next week. Right. So listen, if you have any input. Yeah. And it's difficult because, you know, we see so much of it. If it were not as prevalent, then, you know, when it happens to us, we're able to take a step back and say, okay, well, how can I handle this rationally? But since we see so many incidents like this happening on a regular basis, we go with our immediate knee-jerk reflex. Mm -hmm. And, you know, more often than not, we end up popping off. Some some people to greater degrees than others, but it's really difficult to maintain your composure and to hold off, uh, remain dignified in a situation when you know that you're in the right, but you're being taken advantage of simply because of the color of your skin. Mm. Yeah, like you said, we can't even express ourselves even when we know that we're innocent and not in the wrong because we think of the backlash we'll get, plus they just flat out won't believe you. Yeah, this is a, a good discussion. People have lost their lives over simple incidents as they try to 
explain that they were innocent or they're not in the wrong. We can even take it a step further and talk about the number of innocent people sitting in prison. We want to continue this discussion as our hot topic for next week, but I want while we're on the topic of banks, I'm gonna lighten it up and share another story. There's a man out of Michigan as well. He was leaving the drive through ATM at a credit union and he saw a plastic box in the middle of the road. So he first thought it was trash. And he said for some reason he said, Why don't you just pick this box up so nobody else has to swerve around it? When he picked the box up, it was an ATM cassette. So that means it was full of cash. Security video from the credit union shows him picking up the box and carrying it inside. Uh, he said he noticed a tag that said it was $40,000 in it. And he said, is there a reward? And he put it on the counter. He said, they just looked at him crazy. The box only contained 27000 and had mistakenly been left in the road by an armored truck security guard. He said, it's not mine. I'm an honest person, and so I would take it back in. And they said the credit union did give him a reward for his honesty. I don't know how much, but let's just break this story down. You're going through the ATM. You're in your car. You see a box in the road. said, you know what, let me get out and move the box so nobody else has to swerve around it or whatever. You pick up the box, the tag says 40000 You turn it in, and it only has 27000 I'm not going to jump to conclusions there. I'm just saying somewhere between the tag saying 40000 and the actual account of 27000 I'm curious what happened there. Secondly, are there not safeguards in place to make sure you have all of these cash boxes? I'm no mathematician, but I'm I'm inclined to to agree with you on where the other what thirteen thousand dollars went. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've been I've been in the drive-through when the brakes truck has come up to collect everything out of the ATM, and there are usually at least two people who are going through that whole process to make sure that everything happens smoothly and everything happens with integrity, if you will. So what happened here? Clearly somebody <laughs> fell down on the job. It just seems strange. It seems really strange. And the more I think about it, I think it sounds like a setup. Mm. Because... He had he had no choice but to turn in the cameras as well. If he would would have took it on with him, they would have found him. Mm-hmm. They would be missing thirteen thousand dollars. Something something ain't right. They need to check with that armored truck man because you know they they are strict about losing that. They have so many people inside that them Brinks trucks scrapped. I don't know mm-hmm. how they could even lose it. Yeah, and so let's just say the tax at 40, but maybe it really was supposed to be 27. And, and in fairness, the story says nothing about $13,000 being missing. We're just doing math on our own, saying the tax at 40, but the box only contained 27. And then it was mistakenly left in the roadway. It just doesn't make sense to us. But I tell you what, I'd like to have a reenactment. Uh, if anybody leaves a box of 40000 
or 27,000 in the road. Well, never mind. I would, you said it was Cameron's town? It was Cameron's. Oh, never yeah. mind. Then. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Listeners, for the links to many of the stories that we talk about, please remember you can visit talkingwithtea.com. We would love your thoughts or opinions, or you can call in to our talk line, and that's 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you. But that's it for this bit, and we can't wait to hear from P.I. Pam and Professor Jay next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. A dead battery can't jump a dead battery. Get away from people who can't charge your spirit when you need a jump. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.